0: This is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network.
1: Well, Rachel, the housing market has been a a huge topic of discussion, and millennials and Gen Z are feeling real defeated right now. If you're a renter out there and you're going, I want to own a home one day, and we got this article that was interesting because we've talked about home ownership as a part of your wealth-building strategy, and USA Today published this uh, headline, Why It Pays to Buy a House, Homeowners Become 40 Times Wealthier Than Renters, in the past decade, and so it goes on to say, uh, low-income homeowners, those earning no greater than eighty percent of the median income, built ninety-eight nine hundred in wealth, while the middle income and upper income, they accumulated one hundred twenty-two to one hundred fifty grand in wealth. Hmm. So that's a pretty shocking number. That's a big gap between those low-income to high-income homeowners. And it says over a long period uh, of time, homeownership is a solid path towards building wealth. And it works in two ways. First, you have the advantage of home price appreciation. And second, it forces homeowners to save for monthly mortgage payments, which renters don't have. So I have a lot of, this is great for those that are homeowners. Yeah. They're like, yes, this is awesome. This is great. And it was a huge part of what helped me become a net worth millionaire is mm-hmm. home appreciation. Yep. We live in one of the most expensive areas of the nation. I think it's the top 11 mm. county or something in the country and ownership that home appreciation really adds to your net worth. And so when you're sitting out there renting, it hurts to watch all of that happen. And now not only are you seeing your friends become wealthy, but you're priced out. That's right. That's right. So what do you tell people when they go, Rachel, I really want to become a homeowner. It feels more impossible than ever.
0: Yeah. I mean, I would say it is frustrating. And I think we're all feeling that. I think, and again, those of you that are in the market to buy a home, you're really feeling that. Uh, But still at the end of the day, homeownership is it is a long-term plan that is something that you want to be part of your financial picture. Uh I think everyone should that that should be a goal for everyone. But that doesn't mean you need to go out and buy a home now. If you have tons of debt, if you have no savings, that home is going to be a curse. I mean, it's going to end up making you broker over time and in the present it's going to be stressful and it's it, that is not worth it. So getting yourself in a financial position where it is wise to then go and purchase the largest investment you probably will ever make, which is your home. Uh, it's it, it take the, take the time, be patient with it. Even though I still want that to be part of your financial picture, so be out of debt, have an emergency fund, the three to six months of expenses, have a good down payment. I mean, if you're a first time home buyer, you can you know five percent is the lowest we would say, but even if you can get up to twenty percent, which people kind of like balk at us saying that, but hey, if you can if you can save up a good down payment, that's going to help you in the long run. So again, it should be part of your goal, but it needs to be in the right order and not just go and just. Yeah. Decide I want to be a homeowner because well, we it's, get calls it's a lot. every
1: week on the show with someone going, Rachel, I think I need to sell my house. Yes. We made a, a rash decision. We thought impulsively that we're wasting money on rent. We gotta jump into a house. Mm-hmm. And they realized, Oh my gosh, home ownership is wildly expensive.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So it's a it's a great thing. And obviously this article shows it, right? That it's a it's a great investment to do it. And I know it's frustrating to feel like you're throwing money away to rent, but If you're broke and you're living paycheck to paycheck, the last thing you're going to want is a home. It's to own a home because everything then is on you. So it just creates a lot of stress.
1: I saw a great quote that said, rent is the most that you'll pay. A mortgage is the least that you'll pay.
0: Oh, and it was showing that
1: when you rent, you don't have to worry about all the other stuff. Yep. Property taxes going up, homeowner's insurance going up, maintenance, repairs, all of those things that come with home ownership that make it wildly expensive. And so you can't just compare apples to apples, my mortgage payment versus my rent payment. That's
0: a great point. Yep.
1: So I, I feel for y'all out there, and I love the old timeless quote, the best time to plant a tree was 30 years ago. The next <sighs> best time is today. And so if that's you, you're going, man, I wish I could have bought a house mm-hmm. when it was $7,000- I understand. I wish that too. And we bought our house in years ago. In
0: 1942, when houses were young. Know.
1: Yes. So I get it. When the boomers are like, I don't understand. I could buy a house on a part-time job back in my day. That's frustrating, boomer. You're not helping. You're not helping when you say things like that. <laughs> houses are, I mean, on average now, what, 400 grand? And if yeah. you're in a high cost of living area. And then,
0: and here's the deal too. Way way, wages have not gone up. With all of this, either so like there's just a there's a reality of what we're living, in. and, and I think that we can kind of not com- I mean, complain. I guess we are. We we can we can be down and out, but you do look back when inflation was high in the '80s. Like like ev- there has been every generation has felt a downturn economically, and so for us especially the millennials, whether you're mid millennial or early millennial. Like we are, this is really our first. I mean, the recession was big, but for a lot of us, we were in college during that time. We're just entering the workforce. And so for us having families and, you know, having careers over a few years, this is the first big hit that we have felt. So it it does hurt, whether it's inflation, the housing market, all of it, we feel it. But every other generation has felt it too. Yeah. Because they've had their own too. Well,
1: looking at the data, it was interesting. It was homes in the 1950s were about two times the average salary. Now the average home is six times the average salary, and so to your point, inflation has really hurt while wages haven't gone up fast enough. They're right. still as higher than they've ever been. Now, I will
0: say though, square footage wise, oh my gosh. smaller home on average. I was looking than, my. So that's another thing, right? If you went and bought yes. a smaller home, how would that be? But the average home in America now, square footage, square footage wise, is our is huge are compared are to what they were in the fifties? Yeah. I
1: looked up my childhood home, which my parents still live in. It's a th- less than a thousand square feet. According according yeah. to the internet, I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. we have family of and four. And you don't remember and, it either, do you? No.
0: You don't remember it being that small. We I walked through our childhood home and and I walked into like the bathroom that all the kids shared. And I was like, and, and through high school, like, I mean, like, that's like where Denise and I would get ready for dance. I mean, like, and it was t- <laughs> tiny. Like, how did
1: we survive Tiny. This?
0: And I just thought. But I never thought that. I mean, like, when you're in it, so. All now
1: it's like, it doesn't so, have a double vanity. So parents no out
0: there, you're not harming your children. You're not harming your children. Yes. If you don't have this massive so here's room that and all that. So here's that tells
1: me. Reset your expectations. Maybe you get into a small condo or a townhome yeah. for now, and you don't need a 4,000 square foot home for your first home. So step into it slowly, and uh, you will get there. And if you are looking to buy a home, you got to work with a pro. This is a big one, Rachel. People make the mistake of going, I could do for sale by owner. I'm not going to use a professional. My uncle Larry just got his license. Do this the right way. That's right. And we have an entire network of Ramsey trusted ELPs. Those are real estate pros in your area who can help you with this process. They sell a whole bunch of homes. They know how to strategize and get you the best deal. And if you're looking to sell, they can help with that as well. And they are marketing pros in that arena. So I feel for you guys out there who are renting But renting is not a sin. You're doing the right thing. And debt is the biggest thing holding you back from getting that down payment. Because when you have payments up to your eyeballs, it's hard to save up a down payment. So get out of consumer debt, get the emergency fund, do this the right way, even if it's a five-year journey instead of a one-year journey. You'll be okay.
0: Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. To check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts Spotify, or wherever you listen.